This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. He says they saw Rabbi Yoshev shed two tears. Two tears Rabbi Yoshev shed. Now, anyone who is Zaychet to hear a professor, Rabbi, Professor Shneir Zamalaymet, Sunday morning, he spoke about Rav Nosson Adler, when he lost his daughter, his only daughter, he had a son and daughter, and he shed one tear. And by Laftaira, Pastor he shed one tear. Here the Enochon said he saw two tears. Two tears when he lost his daughter, because he said she was a Tzedekah, and she died without any children. And he was very, very close with that daughter of Israel, Obrach's wife. And he told me also that Rabbi Israel Obrach said at her Levaya, May Olam, there was never an ounce of tsar, anything but simcha in our homes, our entire life. They were married for close to 60, 50 something years. Rabbi Israel Obrach and his wife, they never had children. And he says, she made sure there was no <coughs> yogon and avel in our house. She was happy her whole life. And Rabbi Yashav was very close, and Rabbi Yashav shed two tears when she died. He was Rabbi Yashav, he was in control, but he also cried after being touched with emotions. But in the future, we're going to give Hodah, even on the Sha'avar, because we're going to realize it was all good. That's the Kavon HaSamayim Rekhan, Zot the Nod of Yehuda, Abiyolam HaZom, Rabbi Surasros, Dayan Emes. Why? She says, oh, you think right now, it's me to Sadin. And Olam Havo, Kulo Tavamitah, what's Kulo Tavamitah? Perish? Sheyir Olam Afreya, Shekulo Hayamitah, Taiva. Vahayilo Levarech HaLakola Tavamitah. Doesn't change the aloha. Why do we go back and make a bracha on something that happened in the other? And we're not, we're not making a bracha on that. The word is we're only going to be making a tova meter. We're not going to make uh, the word is that kilo labdavka. we recite shem alkus. It's that we're going to go back though and realize how every single thing it's going to be kulo tovamitim because even on the, on the good, every time good happens, we're even going to be having in mind our kulo. We're going to be having in mind all the suffering that took place years previous. And we're going to make a tova meter even on that. And now we're not this world's perspective, I swear if you have a tzaddik who says, oh, I know it's going to be good. You still, that's the locha. Once that's the locha, that's the locha. A famous Hezber, then a number of the Mepharshim write, oh, we know that by Akedis Yitzchak, one day in the Gemara, and Chazal is that, how did Vatachene in the how did Yitzchak lose his eyesight from the tears of the Malachim, Bishas Akedis Yitzchak. If you look at the Lashon of the Medrash, it says that what? Hashem opened up in Aruba Bishamayim, he opened up a window, a skylight, and then they cried. What does the Medrash tell me? He opened up a skylight. How the angels could see everything. What they no, they're seeing it from their perspective. If you're looking at Akedis Yitzchak from uh, the heavenly perspective, and you don't see anything to cry about. It's all good. Hashem opened up a window so that they could see it from the down here perspective, to see it from Avram Avinu's perspective, to see it from the human perspective, from the human perspective. And the end of the day, oh, there's something to cry about, and that's why the Malachim shed the tears from our perspective. And that's the idea, that's the famous part of the Nod Behud in the future. Everything is going to be Gavaldic, everything is going to be good. Meila, beautiful Zach, uh, the Avtarov says, the, Av, the, you know, the Imre Chaim from Vizhnitz, I'm sorry, the Avas, not the Avas, the Avas Yisrael, and he writes as follows, he says, Anurom Kilacha Kriyas Megillah, here we have a Yoni Dioma. After Kriyas Megillah's Esther, Azman of Simcha, Gamal de Gesimcha, and what do we do after Kriyas Megillah? We recite Vatakadosh. 
Hashem is holy, and what else do we recite about Takarosh? Right after Megillus Eicha, Asman of Tsar, what's the Ramez? And that being after Tsar, we say the same Takarosh as we say after the Megillah. After Megillah says to Hashem, You saved us, you love us. And we are Takarosh, you shaved the Elish, you're Kaddish, and we're praising you. Our Kaddish Kaddish Shem Tzorkas, and we do the same exact thing after Megillus Eicha, after the Tsar, and after the Chorban, and we do the same thing. Why? And that's the word of Chayov. You always owe a Kaddish Brochu. Why? Because even the bad, he's doing it to be Marba Schar. He's doing it to give us good. Because even that, he's really doing ultimately for our own benefit. I just want to close with the following. So we know, and we recite the Baruch Dynamis upon hearing the Shmuel's Rose and the front, when we hear about a, a person who died, we recite the Baruch Dynamis. Hashem is the Dayan who is Hashem Nosem Hashem Lokach and he's done Adin Emes Lamito. Perhaps one additional idea is the idea that Hashem is a representative of all of Nitzchias. Uh, the MS we know from Shamasun and Hayam and Aleph. Shmo MS. The Chaisim of God is MS. Rashi explains Hashem is Yurke Vavke Havayo, which is a combination of Hayo, Hove, Viyah. God was, is, and will be. And that's alluded to in the word MS. What is MS? Rashi explains. Aleph is the letter that was in the beginning, Hayah in the beginning in the Alabase. Mem is the letter that's here in the present. And Self is the letter in the future. A conditional statement of Lashon Kodesh explained Rashi Shapiro was if, if something's going to be true, it started with Aleph, made its way to Mem. I don't know if it's going to be true. I don't know if it's going to be with the Self. So it's if. But MS means it was true, it is true, and it always will be true. Hashem is around forever. Hashem is Hayah, Hove, Viyah. All right? So Zalman Veloshan, the told us all all 613 mitzvahs come down to one. Makas Chavdalad Amenalaf. We call from the Posak. And the Treyasar and the Novi Chavakuk, Paragbeis Posak Dalad, that Tzadik Bemunasar Yechia. So what's the Pashist? Tzadik Bemunasar Yechia means what? A Tzadik lives with Amuna. We live in the moon of Hashem. All right, to Zalman me Voloshin. And they told us Adam. He says, no, the Pasuk means it's Tzadik Bamanosu in the Amuna of the Nitzchiyas Hanashama, of the Hashoras Hanefesh. How do we go through life? And you know, you go through life, the Neshama's going on forever. Aye, life is tough, the Tzadik says. There's Yisur and there's suffering, the Nisim Sachayim. But if you're living life, Bamanosu in the Amuna, the Neshama goes on forever, and the Neshama's going to get Olam Haba. And like the Tzlach, you're going to get more Olam Haba the more Yisurin. And the more suffering, the more the more purification, and the more schar you're going to get. What gets us through life? How do you live life? Recognizing that Hashem's got a plan. You're always living with the Nitzchis HaNeshama. The same way you recognize that we are a chilek alokim imal. Our Neshama is a chilek alokim imal. And just like Hashem is Emes, Hashem is HaYehovah. And Hashem lives on forever. So to we live on forever. Baruch Dayin Emes. The Dayin who is Emes. Not just Dan, a din of Emes. He's the Dayin who is Emes. Who was, is, and always will be. And he fashioned us in his demos b'tzameinu ken so to we're going on forever, our neshama is eternal, and we're always going to be carried by the eternal God. And there's a great book, 
I got it because it was recommended for my parents. And if your parents recommend your book, you got to get it. Cheryl Sandberg, obviously we know her from Facebook. Not that we use Facebook, but we happen to know and that uh, CFO Facebook. And she was the first, uh, first husband, and then she had a very happy marriage. Married to a person, a Jew, uh, she herself Jewish, Dave Goldberg. And he, unfortunately, had a uh, heart attack uh, in the gym. And he died at a young age. And she wrote a book, Option B, Facing Adversity, Building Resilience, and Finding Joy. It's a great quote. And she writes, in the beginning of the book, page 22, A psychiatrist friend explained to me that humans are evolutionary, evolutionarily wired for both connection and grief. We naturally have the tools to recover from loss and trauma. That helped me believe that I could get through this. If we had evolved to handle suffering, the deep grief would not kill me. I thought about how humans had faced love and loss for centuries, and I felt connected to something much larger than myself, connected to a universal human experience. I reached out to one of my favorite professors, Reverend Scotty McLeanan, which he quotes from her rabbi also throughout the book, who had kindly counseled me in my 20s when my first husband and I divorced. Now Scotty, First to her reverend as Scotty. <laughs> and now Scotty explained that in his 40 years of helping people through loss, he has seen that turning to God gives people a sense of being enveloped and loving arms that are eternal and ultimately strong. People need to know that they are never alone. Because the eternal God is always carrying you. Aphenius Daiti, that's a remus of the Dina Emes. Hashem is not just giving us a din of Emes. Hashem was high Yehovah Vihya. And the din when you lose in the show, he says, oh, that's, that's not it. It's just the beginning. Or Chaimakot, says, what's death? Death is going from one room to the next room. And not like Jerry Seinfeld told us. <laughs> and just an interesting quote. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, that's what death is really. It's the last big move of your life. The hearse is like the van. The pole bears are your close friends. The only ones you could really ask to help you with a big move like that. And the casket is that great, perfect box you've been looking for your whole life. The only problem is once you find it, you're in it. <laughs> At the end of the day, once it's the big move. But what's the big move? It's an easy move. It's a mere transition. A person's not dying. They're not gone. They're just moving from one realm, one dimension to another realm, another dimension. And that's MS. You are over you because you're that's what's going to keep us going. That's the ultimate Nechama. And thus we understand that after we recite the Brokta in Ames, how do we comfort the mourners? Many different Purushim and Amit Hashem will continue with the Perhaps not so exciting any of Misa uh, the next time we meet, but Hamokim Menachem, Kamoli, there's what to talk about in the Neskos that we use. But just in Pashib Shat, Hamokim Menachem Eskem, as we close tonight, Pashib Shat, Hashem is the Makoma Shalolo. Avada, when it comes to a Nechama, we want to be Margish, we want to emphasize first and foremost, Hashem is the Makom of the world. So again, there's our salvation, the many great Shotim and Amokom. Pshuto Shalolo, right? When we refer to God as Makom, it's a reference to Hashem as Makoma Shalolo. He is everything. I know what? It's all coming from the same source. There's no source outside of God that can decide to do either good or bad. When the 
Harold Kushner wrote the best-selling Jewish-related book in the history of the world after the Bible. And what do you think is the number one best-seller ever after the Bible? Kushner's book, Why Do Bad Things Happen to Good People. And Dennis Prager interviewed his wife because he wrote the book after he lost his 12-year-old son, Andrew, to RAS, Rapid Aging Syndrome. And... Dennis Prager asked his wife, asked Kushner's wife, did your husband's book do anything for you? And she said, no. <laughs> Didn't do anything for me. And the other day, it's an emotional issue. You can give a million answers, but it's an emotional issue. What was the conclusion of his book? Well, we're not going to challenge the premise that God is a just and benevolent God. So the theory of the book is basically espousing 6th century Zoro, uh, Persian Zoroastrianism, which is that there's a force of evil outside of God that he cannot control. Apikorsus Gomorrah. It's Mam Shapikorsus. It's a force of God that he can't control. Asked for Beryl Gorshenfeld from Achon Shlomo. Why didn't he just say, maybe God is an unjust God? Maybe he's a terrorist? Because we know it's not the case. I said, how do I reconcile that there's bad in the world? Must be there's a force of evil. There's no such God as the Mokum of the World. Everything good and everything that we perceive as bad, it's coming from the same Moko. Famous Sam Saker, which in turn is not a Sam Saker. It's his Talmud, the Kol Aryeh. Uh, that's what Moshe Beinu said. Hashem, Hashem said, no, Reis says, just straight from the back. The Gemara says in the first part of Brochus, Malawi, Sherlock Kesha showed Tfilin. What's Kesha Tfilin? When you look at someone wearing Tfilin, there are two distinct straps. One is Chesed on the right. One's can I get in on the left. You see two on August of Hashem. Hashem says, Moshe, come behind the stage. And I'm going to show you the two straps, Kesha showed Tfilin, are coming out of the same Mokum. They're coming out of the same place. First recognition is Hashem's the Mokum of the world. There's no two distinct on August, one of Din and one of Chesed. The Din, the Chesed, the Rachman, it's coming out of the same Mokum. How Mokum? It's all, there only is Hashem. He occupies the Mokum of the world. And with that Recognition, Yenachim. What's Yenachim? What's comfort? Is that what it means? Comfort. We have Yisod. And with this, we'll close. Yisod of the Maral, the Gro, and Rotzadik Akohen. And you go to the first place in Chumash that a word appears, and that defines its true meaning and core essence. Ramosh Shapiro has said this Yisod in many different shir. Where's the first time we have the Indian of Nechama on the pages of Chumash? We want to know what it means. What is Pashim Shah? That he created the Oh, and before we even get to the Mabul, before the Mabul though, writes the Pasuk at the end of Horatius. What does Yenachem mean over there? Hashem had a change of heart, a change of perspective, writes Rashi. What's for Yenachem? The you know why we say Because Rashi based on Chazal. And the first mention of Yenachim is what? Why we refer to Hashem as Mokom? Why is it never Marshavto Shalashem? Because the first mention of Nechama. It's a change. Every, Every single mention of Nechama throughout all of the Chumash is Loshanimloch Malasos. 
a person changes his mind, changes his heart, decides to do something else. And he cites many different examples. It means what a change of heart, a change of perspective. And what is the Lord Shana Chazal and Rashi's bringing? Gevaldik. We tell the Avelim, have a change of heart, have a change of perspective. You think it's all bad. We're basically alluding to them. It's not all bad. The bad is coming from the same place as all the good. Like the Nitziv, we're Manait Sofa Betchilas. Like the Nitziv told us. We all think it's bad right here and right now. But in the future, you're going to see how all the better we're going to have a change of heart and change of perspective. And it's all really for the best. So right now, they're in their pain. They're in their suffering. And we tell them, we give you a bracha that you'll recognize one day. Recognizing that all the good and all the bad comes from the same uncle. We'll be menachem. We'll comfort you. Comfort you in the sense that will give you a change of heart, change of perspective. And that you think it's bad, but Hashem loves you more than you could ever imagine. Hashem is eternal, your Hashem is eternal in one day. And you can realize that all the things you initially perceived to be as bad are really all for the best. And that's going to be Menachem. That's going to change your heart. That's going to change your perspective. And it's beautifully Meduyik and Rashi. We tell the person, you think it's Midas Adin. We ask you, we give you a bracha that you should understand that even the Midas Adin, it's really all couched in the context of Midas Arachamim. Recognizing that the din is noveya, it emanates from the same place as the midas harachamim. It's coming out of the same place. Amalkam, that'll be menachem, that'll bring you the comfort, change of heart, change of perspective. It's not something bad. Don't take it as a patch from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In the end of the day, it's going to be the best thing in the world for you. It's going to be the best thing. It's hard. That's why we don't say it outright. <laughs> can't say it outright. We don't say, oh, it's all good. No, we don't tell them, oh, it's all good. In the end of the day, we're just alluding to it. We really mean, well, you should have comfort. But what's the profound understanding of the comfort? Comfort. How are you ever going to have real comfort knowing that Hashem loves you more than you can ever imagine? At the end of the day, it's always going to be good. And sometimes the patch is how we get there. And with that, we close with the story that I've shared in the past, that there was a year and B'nai Brock, and his son was playing around the stipler in the Letterman Shul. And he was disturbing the stipler, and the stipler called him over, and the stipler took his hand, and he gave him a patch. And Achaya Kanevsky saw that the father was, uh, was beside himself. Uh, the God out there, the stipler patched my son. Nothing's ever going to become of my son. Forget he's going to go off the derach. Nothing's going to become of him. And Achaya walked over to me, says, let me tell you a story. He says, I was seven years old, and I was playing with a friend of mine. And we were throwing rocks, like kids throw rocks, and I threw a rock by the window of the Chazanish study, and I smashed the glass, and it came crashing down in his Gemara, and he walked outside, and he wanted to see who threw the rock, and he saw it was his own nephew, who was me, Ruchayim says. He says, Chaim Gol, come over here. And the Chazanish summoned his nephew, Ruchayim, and he took his hand, and he gave him a punch on his hand. Ruchayim's mother, the Stiplers, uh, uh, Chazanish's sister, Chaim's mother, uh, a sister of the Chazanish, saw her brother and said, Avram Yishaya, Avram Yishaya, I never saw you hit anyone in your life. He says, I never hit anyone ever in my life. And I hope and met never to hit anyone again. But Chaim needed this hit. He needed this patch. Chaim says to the father of this young boy, he says, I am who I am today. Chaim's the golden hador. I am who I am today because of that patch that the Chosenish gave me when I was seven years old. You'll see your child's going to turn out okay. Raphael Waxman said over the story years ago and said that he did some research. He can't say who it is, but that boy who got patched by the stipler is today a famous Rosh Hashiva in B'nai Brock.
Rechayim said he became a weiris because of the parch. And this was Shiva. He said, don't worry. Sometimes we become who we need to become because of the parch of HaKadosh Baruch Sometimes he gives us a parch and it hurts and we cry. And Malkim Yachim recognized it's coming from the Chazanish who loved Rechayim more than he could ever imagine. It's coming from the Stipe who loved every person Christ more than he could ever imagine. It's all the type. HaMalkim, it's all coming from the same Malkim. That will give you a a change of heart and a change of perspective, and that ultimately will bring the true Nechama, the so shar of Aleitzian Vishalayim, when Hashem is going to bring us the ultimate Nechama with everybody, with Mashiach at Kainu, and the of Yamenu, and will make a Tova Meitev on everything that happened in our lives. No, she- You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.